Hello, this is Pastor Corey Ehrman. You're listening to my podcast. I hope it blesses, encourages, and inspires you. I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch you through this teaching. Thank you for tuning in, and God bless. I'm just going to share a word that's been stirring in my spirit for a number of days now. And I just kept having, for the last three days or so, really strongly playing over and over and over in my spirit this word. It just kept coming to me very strongly. Deceiving and being deceived. I just kept hearing deceiving and being deceived. Deceiving and being deceived, which comes from a verse of scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 13. But evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse. Deceiving and being deceived. If you'll go to Luke chapter 17, I'm going to read from verse 26. I began to speak about this a couple of weeks ago. I want to continue to build on it, but then add some things to it and bring it in perspective to the communion table of the Lord. And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be also in the days of of the son of man and how was it in the days of Noah very bad very evil and they were getting worse and worse they ate they drank they married wives they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all likewise as it was also in the days of Lot now remember Lot was in Sodom the area of Sodom and Gomorrah which was very immoral very corrupt they ate they drank they bought they sold they planted they built but on the day that lot went out of sodom it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all even so will it be in the day when the son of man is revealed now obviously you can look at this and say well look at all that destruction but don't forget noah a righteous man was delivered right before and same as with Lot, a righteous man was delivered right before. They were taken out of the way before the destruction and the judgment came. Amen. Because the Lord will deliver the righteous. Amen. And many are the, are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Especially the last one in the last day. So there will be deliverance because God's people are not appointed unto wrath. Amen. We're appointed unto salvation. So you can look at that and see all the destruction and the judgment, or you can see the deliverance of the righteous. Amen. Place yourself in the place of Noah and place yourself in the place of Lot. But then also look out what they were surrounded with. Evil. Evil men getting worse and worse. People being deceived and deceiving. And it was a terrible time. And these are times thousands of years ago but then the bible tells us just as it will be in the coming of the son of man in the last days so it will be just like it was because there's nothing new under the sun amen just like it was in the days of noah and just like it was in the days of lot these were righteous men that were surrounded by evil and unrighteousness evil men getting worse amen and then people being deceived and deceiving but the lord took them out before the flood came or before the fire came and the Lord's going to take out his people before the flood comes and before the fire comes amen there's going to be a flood of a wave of wickedness and deception 
approaching the end times and then there shall be even worse times amen and they're trying to prepare the world by saying this thing's going to come back it's going to come back with a vengeance and they're just trying to put the narrative out there they're trying to prepare the people because and then you know it's going to get worse and and then and that's what they keep saying and they're trying to indoctrinate people with that mindset of expecting the worst expecting evil expecting death and disease and plagues and pestilence and all forms of calamity and wickedness and more control that's what will will be order out of chaos that's how the world system operates they create the chaos and then they try to bring their order but we're not a part of that order because we're in the world but we're not of the world and we're going to be taken out of this world come on guys amen They ate, they drank. How was it? Just business as usual, entertainment, being entertained and just going around and just going about life, business as usual. Hallelujah. Even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he who is on the housetop and his goods are in the house, let him not come down to take them away. And likewise, the one who is in the field, let him not turn back. Remember, Lot's wife turned back and looked and she turned into a pillar of salt. The Lord said, do not look back. There's nothing for you there. There's nothing for us guys in this world. There really is nothing for us in this world. Amen. We're just pilgrims passing by. This world is not our home. Amen. We are citizens of heaven. We're part of the kingdom of God. An eternal kingdom. And this world is temporary. But we're part of something that is eternal and permanent. There really is nothing in this world for us. And the believer, and I've been saying this for many years, you've, you have to detach yourself from the world. You cannot be attached to this world because this world will be shaken. And if you're attached to this world, you'll be shaken with it. But if you detach yourself from the world, you will not be shaken. You'll stand on the solid rock, the unshakable rock. Amen. No matter what's happening in the world, you'll stand strong because the Lord is with you. And he has a plan and a purpose for his people. Amen. Just like in the time of the plagues in Egypt, God's people were safe in Goshen and the plague was stayed away. They were surrounded by the plagues. They saw the plagues. They heard of the plagues, but they were not affected by them. Amen. So we have to keep our eyes on the Lord because he is coming back very soon for his people. Don't look back. There's nothing in this world for us. Don't be attached to this world system. Detach yourself. Live in the world, but don't be of the world. Don't imitate the world. Don't go by what the world says. And don't allow the world to get in and corrupt your heart and your thinking. Amen. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to save his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life will preserve it. And self-preservation is going to be the call of the system protection and safety will be promised self-preservation and that's how people will end up taking the mark of the beast that's why they people will end up going that way they'll completely submit to what the agenda is and what they're told without even questioning it because of self-preservation but we should not be about that because if you lose your life you'll find it amen but if you try to keep it you'll lose it so you have to act like you're already dead. You're already dead. 
We're already dead, people. We're already dead to this world. Like the Apostle Paul said, I'm, I'm a dead man. I've died. But the life that I, I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God. Amen. Who lives in me. Who loves me and who gave his life for me. So you have to be dead. You have to be dead to criticism. You have to be dead to praise. Amen. You have to be dead to all of these things. You have to be dead to what the world thinks of us. Because they don't think very highly of us and it's going to get worse. They're going to mock us. They're going to criticize us. They're going to call us all kinds of things. Amen. What are we going to do? We're going to try to please them? Or are we going to please the Lord? We have to please God. Amen. I tell you, in that night, there will be two men. And one will be taken and the other will be left. And two women grinding together and the other one will be taken and the other left. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken, the other left. Now, this is talking about the rapture. The catching away of the church. Because some are taken, half are taken, the half are left. So he's talking about the rapture. Before the tribulation period comes, there will be the catching away of the church. And one will be taken, one will be left. And Jesus many times repeated that about the five wise and the five foolish, the wheat and the tares. Amen. The bride and the harlot, the sheep and the goats. So there's a time of separation. That's what's happening. All the shakings in the world is going to cause a separation in the church. Those that call themselves Christians but that are not living for the Lord will be sifted because their hearts will be revealed because it's easy to talk to talk. But when it comes to walking the walk, that's where it's, the separation is going to come. Amen. So we have to be about our Father's business. We have to be focused on the time and the season that we're in. We have to know what's coming. Amen. So you can have end time prophecy teachers lay out for you God's prophetic calendar. And that's wonderful. And that's based on prophecies of old. Prophets of old have prophesied and it's been recorded in the word of God. And we have the, the calendar because God's not doing anything randomly. I mean, he's very well organized. He's got a calendar. It's laid out. The events are laid out. Amen. So we can have... The end time prophecy teachers show us the timeline and show us how things are laid out. But then the same spirit of prophecy that spoke through them is the same spirit of prophecy that is alive in us today. And there are voices today speaking to the church by the spirit of God and taking us because you have to know where you are. You have to know the date on the calendar in order to be able to see what's in the past, what's in the now and what's coming. So now, today, we have to be placed and we have to have voices that will place us right where we are in that calendar. And I'm telling you, we are in the time of the beginning of sorrows, the birth pains. But the tribulation has not yet started. So don't listen to these people who tell us that we're already in the tribulation. We are not in the tribulation. We're leading up to it. Why? Because the next major event that will take place in God's calendar will be the closing of the church age. The end of the age and the rapture or the catching away of the church. That's what Jesus is talking about here. While the world is like in the days of Noah, while the world is like in the days of Lot, eating, drinking, partying, entertaining, being entertained and just caught up in the carnality and the flesh of the time, the righteous will be taken out. There'll be two, one will be taken, one will be left. So we are waiting 
as the righteous looking for the coming of our Lord because there's two stages to his coming first he's coming for the bride then he's coming to take care of the Antichrist and that structure and then establish his millennial kingdom about five years ago I was in Amsterdam Holland and the river Amsterdam had just started so I, I went to do a week of meetings I was helping them and and just helping get the church established and everything and then some pastors were coming and getting touched and there was a couple and a lot of people had come to get touched and um and then we were going to do like a several city tour and one of the cities we wanted to go to was a couple that had come you know elderly pastoral couple and um they really got touched in the meetings the power of god hit him and they were like they loved it oh we want revival and everything so i went back to turkey and then we were planning out the the trip and everything i'm talking with pastor Ben Krosky there and uh, and then I said hey that couple we got to go to their church he said oh they're totally closed off to revival now I said what happened he goes well I don't know they had somebody come to their church with his book and teaching that we are now in the millennial reign of Christ so they don't want revival and I thought what we are in the millennial reign of Christ you mean he's throned in Jerusalem and all the nations are coming worshiping him we are the lion and the lamb are lying together what craziness and the whole church deceived and deceiving it's crazy backing up backing, backing out a revival and the power of God and then just going into this whole crazy thing and who knows what happened after that I, I didn't even keep up with it but I've seen this stuff before and so we have to have voices that place us in the timeline we're not in the tribulation and we are not in the millennial reign of Christ we're in the day of sorrows nearing the end of the age looking for the catching away of the church the righteous being taken out of the way before the flood and the fire comes come on guys amen hallelujah ah, I thought you'd be more excited about being caught away or do you want to stay here okay I'm leaving so I'm out of here but you want to stay okay you love the world so much you want to stay here okay no. I can't wait to get out of here my Lord <laughs> and look at what he says and then they, the, the disciples ask him this question verse 37 and they answered and said to him where Lord where taken Jesus when, well, where will they be taken look at what he says so he said to them wherever the body is there the eagles will be gathered together we are eagles guys not chickens chickens can't fly eagles fly and so high we're, we're gonna soar we're gonna soar and get out of this place guys come on you want to be an eagle don't hang out with the chickens that's the world system the pecking order they're all pecking each other we're gonna soar on wings of eagles hallelujah that's where we're going we're going high we're rising up you know what eagles do when the storms come they fly above the storm they just lock their wings and they don't even flap they absolutely don't even you know make any effort exert any 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 effort they just soar above they just soar above the storm and wait for the storm to pass and when the storm passes they go down and start picking their food when everybody's on the earth just all the little animals rah, 
running around because the storm's coming. They just ride it out over the top of the storm. We're going to ride this thing out over the top. And when it's over, the seven years are over, we're coming back with the Lord for the millennial reign of Christ. Come on. Hallelujah. Now go to 2 Timothy chapter 3. Is this helping anybody here today? 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. But know this. We better know this. That in the last days, our days, the days of Noah, the days of Lot, similar to it, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. That's bad. Rebellion, basically lack of submission will be the spirit of the world. Unthankful. Unappreciative, basic, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And that's how many will be deceived. They'll just, they love the world and they'll go the way of the world. And the world, the pull of the world will be too strong for them. Make sure that there is no pull of the world in your heart, that the world does not pull your heart. There should be no, nothing of the world that should be tugging at your heart. Separate yourself. Protect your heart. Having a form of godliness, but denying its power. The church is going to have to have power, supernatural Holy Ghost power to make it through the final days. And to get the job done, because we have a job to do. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in every nation as a witness, and then the end shall come. End of what? The end of the church age. Why? Because the church will get the job done, will complete our mission, and we'll get out of here. Amen. Hallelujah. Mission accomplished. Check out. Report back to the commander in heaven. Hallelujah. And get all of our medals and rewards at the judgment seat of Christ. Judgment begins in the house of God. So while we're going through the judgment seat of Christ where our works are tested by fire. This is not a judgment onto condemnation, but this is a judgment onto being rewarded, onto edification. And gold, silver, and precious stones, when our works pass through the fire, the Lord will take them, make crowns, and crown us with many crowns. Hallelujah. But wood, hay, and stubble turns to ashes, so make sure that you have gold, silver, and precious stones. Amen. And my job here is to make sure that you get the full fullness of your reward. Amen. Hallelujah. Provoke you to being faithful. Provoke you to being fruitful. For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women, loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts. Always learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. I've seen a lot of those in church. Always learning but never really coming to the knowledge of the truth. Because it's not head knowledge that's going to get you through this. It's revelation knowledge in your heart. Faith comes by hearing the word in your heart, not in your head. Now as Janus and Jambres resisted Moses, so did these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds disapproved concerning the faith. But they will progress no further, for their folly will be manifest to all as theirs also was. But you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, 
that perse what persecutions I end endured. And out of them all the Lord delivered me. Amen. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. If we don't want to be persecuted as a church, we're going to be a lukewarm church. We have to be willing to suffer persecution for righteousness' sake, to stand up for the truth. And if you try to avoid persecution and want to be pleasing to the world, that's going to be a very dangerous place to be. The perilous times, many will fall into that. But evil men and imposters will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. That's what just kept playing over and over in my spirit this week. Deceiving and being deceived, deceiving and being deceived. So many are being deceived in this time. Stay in the word. Stay in the truth. Live by revelation, not information. Turn off the news. Go to the good news. Meditate on the word. Soak yourself in the word. Build up your faith, most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. Pray. Get in the word. Build up your faith. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Hallelujah. Stay submitted to the word of God. Stay submitted to the Holy Ghost. Stay submitted to spiritual authority. Stay submitted to God's plan and purpose. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But you, that's us, must continue in the things which you have learned and be assured of, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. It actually says God breathed. God breathed into people the breath of revelation, and they wrote it down for us. And it is profitable for doctrine. That's one of the things that really bothers me, that church has gotten away from preaching and teaching doctrine. They think doctrine is boring. Doctrine is needed. Sound doctrine is absolutely needed in the life of the believer for them to be established in the faith, guys. Amen. For reproof. That's the word testing your heart. The word of God is a tester and a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. You have to allow the word of God to test your heart. If you don't want your heart to be tested by the word, you only want the kind of word that's just going to sugarcoat it and, and, and pet your flesh, stroke your flesh, you're going to be in trouble. Allow the word of God to go deep within your heart, even the word that you don't like, because that's the one you need. Well, I don't like to hear that. You need to hear that. Reproof. For correction. We're dealing with generations that don't like correction. They want to learn, but they don't want to be corrected. You cannot learn if you don't want to be corrected. True learning and discipline comes when the word corrects you. For instruction in righteousness. It's amazing that we need to instruct believers on what righteousness is. That abortion is unrighteous. Really? It's crazy the things that we have to instruct. The simple things, simple facts. Simple truths from the word of God. Simple principles. But we have to do that. We have to do that. That the man of God or the woman of God may be complete. Who wants to be complete? Thoroughly equipped for every good work. God has a work for you to do and you need to get thoroughly equipped. That's what we're here about equipping the believers for the work of the ministry. 
It's very, very important. That's why we have the Bible school. That's why we have the discipleship. That's why we have the, the things that we do. We don't just do a Sunday morning one-hour service. You can't equip people with that. It's impossible. We have prayer meeting. We pray. Amen. We go soul winning. And there's so much more that we can do. But you can only do so much, but then there's so much more to do. The work is great and the laborers are few, but we're raising up laborers to go into the harvest field and reap the end time harvest because we are at a time of separation between the bride and the harlot church. We must get ready for the wedding supper of the Lamb, which is what Jesus was talking about in reference to communion, the Lord's Supper, the table of the Lord in Matthew 26. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day. Very significant, that day. Everyone say, that day. Which day? The day he comes back for his church. That day. What is he going to do that day? When I drink it new with who? With you. Where? In my Father's kingdom. So there will be a time when we will be gathered together in heaven, in our Father's kingdom. Because Jesus will come to take his bride. Amen. And there will be the, the wedding feast, the wedding supper of the Lamb. Where the church adorned in white garments, the bride without spot or blemish in all of her glory and splendor will be presented before the Father to the bridegroom. For the bridegroom cometh for his bride and will be gathered together in our Father's kingdom. Hallelujah. And Jesus says, I will drink it again. And that day. So what we are actually also doing here is really looking forward. It's a prophetic declaration of what's going to happen. The Lord's table, the Lord's supper. As we participate and partake of the communion, we are also not just looking back to the cross, but we're also looking forward to that day. Everyone say that day. And that day is close, guys. I don't know about you. I'm excited. People are freaking out, but I'm excited. People are having nervous breakdowns and panicking and fear, but I'm excited. The believers should be excited in their spirit. The believers excited. Hallelujah. Woo! <laughs> and when they sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. And I'll comfort you with these words. John 14, verses 2 through 4. In my father's house, there are many dwelling places, homes, mansions. Mm. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I am going away to prepare a place for you. That's the reason he left. To prepare a place for us. To prepare a place for us. So what is Jesus doing right now? While on earth, he's building his church and the bill gates of hell will not prevail against it. Amen. In heaven, he's preparing a place for us. He's building his church here. The end time harvest is coming in. Many are to be added into the kingdom. And he's preparing a place for us. 
the twofold work of the Lord Jesus on earth building his church in heaven preparing a place for his church hallelujah Woo. and when I go and make ready a place for you I will it's a promise I will come back again and will take you to myself one will be taken that word take Jesus is going to take people out of this world to himself those whom he's preparing a place for and that where I am you may be also and to the place where I am going you know the way you know the way hallelujah oh we know the way Jesus is the way there's only one way to get there there's no other way there's no other name there's no other name given here unto man by which man can be saved there's no other name there's only one name the name of Jesus whoever calls upon that name shall be saved those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved hallelujah thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus come on lift your hands thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Lord that you're preparing a place for us thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord you're coming back for your bride thank you Lord you're coming back for us thank you Jesus thank you Lord we worship you we thank you we are expectant we are looking forward to your coming we are looking forward to that day to that day to that day Woo! glory glory that day draws nigh we're getting ready we're getting ready the bride is getting ready thank you Lord oh thank you Jesus thank you father oh we can't wait we can't wait to be with our father our father's house the places that are being prepared for us nothing of this world can even compare to the glories and the riches and the wealth of heaven thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you for tuning into my podcast I hope that you have been blessed I would like for you to consider two things number one subscribe to our show to receive notifications of our new podcasts number two support our ministry of reaching the nations with revival by clicking on the link in the description or visiting our website riverwpb.com thank you for tuning in look forward to you joining our next podcast god bless you